everyone, welcome to the Raising Dakota podcast with me, your host, Courtney. And if you're a special needs parent, you're in the right place. So I hope you can sit back, relax, feel inspired, and always, always remember you're so much stronger than you could ever imagine. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Raising Dakota podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you all have had an amazing couple of weeks. I know that we have been very busy getting ready for surgery and also school because we are a little over a week out from Dakota's surgery date and less than a week from Dakota's first day of second grade. So there has been a lot of things happening in the Sand household. And on my last episode, I shared more the physical prep of surgery and things that we have to do to make sure surgery and recovery move very smoothly. So I wanted to share more of the mental toll that this surgery prep has actually taken on me and some of the mental prep that I feel like I have to do before a lot of Dakota surgeries. But this one, I will say... It's taking a little bit more of a toll on my emotions than I thought that it would or that any of the surgeries in the past have. For his past surgeries, there's actually been a pretty quick immediate benefit. And by immediate, I mean the first couple of months after surgery. So with Dakota's feeding tubes, for example, he struggled with weight gain and projectile vomiting. The moment we had feeding tubes placed, he was vomiting less and he was gaining weight within the first couple months of having feeding tubes. So I knew that the feeding tubes were going to help him before he even had the surgery and I knew that there was almost going to be an immediate benefit from these based on the fact that he was projectile vomiting four to five times a day. We knew his gut wasn't working the way it needed to. So there were a lot of added benefits and anticipation of feeding tubes happening and helping Dakota, and they have been the biggest blessing for Dakota, along with his cochlear implants, for example, are another surgery that had an almost immediate benefit. He had a four-week recovery with his cochlear implants, and then after that four weeks, they gave us the equipment, turned it on, and Dakota was able to hear. And with him being able to hear, he's had a lot of progression in being able to communicate and understand what people are telling him. And that's pretty major for Dakota. And so both of those, I knew the surgeries were going to be hard, and I knew it was going to be a rough recovery for both of those. I mean, not majorly rough, but it was going to be a little bit difficult but the benefits were almost immediate. So it was easier to be able to know what to expect after the surgery. And for this surgery, it is going to be one of Dakota's hardest surgeries from a recovery standpoint, because they have already given us the heads up. It will probably be a year before he is back to his current baseline. And so for me, Personally, that's taken a little bit of a mental toll. I know that the surgery in the long run is going to help him. It's going to keep him from getting extreme amounts of arthritis. It's going to keep him from his bones deteriorating from them not being in the appropriate places. And I know it's going to be a year of watching him relearn how to do a lot of the things it has taken him five to six years to accomplish. And a part of me is sad about that, to have to watch him learn to do things twice it just kind of stinks sometimes when you sit down and think about it and I think that's just taking more of the mental toll because of the fact that 
I know how hard he's worked to get where he is today. And I know that this surgery is just going to help make him stronger in the long run. But it doesn't make it any easier to have to watch him move mountains twice. And while I am so certain that he will get back to his baseline and he will progress so much more, I feel like my emotions have been a lot higher with this surgery knowing that I have to watch him relearn how to walk in his gait trainer, relearn how to crawl and pull up to tall kneeling. So I know that I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for all of those things and all of the regressions that are going to come along with this surgery. While I know they're short-lived regressions, it still doesn't make it any easier because like I said, I've, I know the work he's put into it. I know how much I've helped him accomplish all of these goals and I know he's capable of it but it still doesn't stop me from asking myself why does my child have to go through this and the mental toll that it takes on having to work twice as hard to accomplish something in his life and it's just hard and I don't think that everyone's aware of the mental toll that a surgery can take on somebody and I personally try to express all of those emotions and feelings prior to surgery because once surgery happens and once the recovery period is happening, I want to be as present as possible. And so while I feel like my brain is mush now trying to run around and get everything set up, I know that I am handling my emotions and I'm dealing with it in the current moment. So that way I can be the best and most present person for Dakota in the moment when he's really going to need my support and everything from me to help him meet all of these goals all over again. And so just having a mental awareness of that upfront, I think is extremely helpful because it makes it so that I can allow myself to feel these emotions because I will say it took me a while to understand that feeling my emotions is okay. Um, but having an awareness of what's going to happen after surgery even the awareness of all of the regression that's going to come along with this surgery has allowed me to feel these emotions even more because while I know it's going to be hard, I know he's going to get there and I know he can do it and I know he's going to continue to move mountains, but it might just take him a little bit longer. And so that's where I'm trying to make sure everything is ready, which is making me a little bit more emotional because we have to make sure everything is in place for the surgery to go off smoothly. So for the next week and a half roughly I am going to be probably running around like a crazy woman trying to make sure we have everything set up so that way in the moment we can focus on Dakota so that means making sure we are meeting all of his appointments and everything is set up for after recovery in the next week we have five appointments three of them specifically related to the surgery we have to get his brace for surgery because he has to wear it immediately after surgery as well as an evaluation for his wheelchair so once he's done with recovery we can grow his wheelchair to fit him because his hips will be a little bit wider than what they are now so we have to make sure that we have all of the components for his wheelchair so that way he is able to use his wheelchair when he returns to school but I feel like in the process of making sure all of these things are happening, sometimes it feels like gut punches, which can take a toll on you mentally. Because like I was saying with this wheelchair, that was actually something that 
the people we go through to get his wheelchair upgraded called us this week and told us we need to have that done before surgery or they were going to try and help us make sure we can get that done before surgery but it seems like every day it almost feels like I'm missing something so I feel like my brain is on overload trying to make sure that I have everything ready and I'm going through all of the paperwork I've been given which is at least a solid 50 pieces of paper to make sure we are doing everything possible so that Dakota's surgery goes off smoothly and the recovery goes as smoothly as possible but that is also still taking a mental toll on me because I feel like I'm missing things but I don't know what all of those things are because there are so many components that go into making sure a surgery happens along with so many components after the surgery that are impacted directly on the surgery happening on this specific date. So there's just a lot to it and a lot of changes and a lot of new things. And so I feel like my head is all over the place while I'm trying to prepare for surgery. And I think it's just making me a little bit more emotional than what I normally would be for surgery just because this is going to be one of Dakota's hardest recoveries from a surgery and it's going to be the longest recovery from a surgery. While I know it is going to help him in the long run, it still doesn't make it any easier to watch him have to go through it in the moment. Now, years down the road, I will be so happy that we moved forward with this surgery and I know it's going to benefit him in the long run. But it's still sometimes hard trying to prepare for it and make sure everything's in place because while I know he's going to have a lot of physical regression from the surgery, I'm trying to take steps and have things in place during that recovery time frame of the six to eight weeks when he's unable to move that we're going to be targeting some of his OT and speech goals to hopefully help those regressions be as minimal as possible. I'm sure there will still be some because he is not going to want to sit with me for six to eight weeks and just work on OT and speech activities because that is going to make it so that he deters from anything I want to do with him because I can't push him that whole entire six weeks. I'm going to have to push him some, but he's not going to be able to do a lot and he's going to be in a good amount of pain and he's going to be on a good amount of pain meds. I'm trying to put things in place to make sure we're still working on the OT and speech aspect of it with writing and using his pet cards and signing whatever that might look like during that time frame since he is going to be in kind of one position and not able to move I'm just trying to make sure I'm doing everything and with him starting school I also have to make sure everything is set up for school so that he can receive in-home instructions which there's also not only the paperwork that you receive from Children's Hospital to make all of the surgery happen and all of the beginning of schoolwork paperwork, now I have extra paperwork so that way Dakota can receive in-home instruction while he is at home, which will be virtual. So I'm really thankful that with COVID we were able to do a full year of virtual, so I actually think I will have a very easy time doing virtual instruction with Dakota while he is recovering, but also trying to get extra equipment to help him because we are looking at using a device with Dakota for communication and so trying to see if I can get a device during that time frame to help him progress in maybe his speech areas if we can't do a lot of the fine motor skills because Dakota hates coloring. 
So trying to figure out ways to make sure we are still going to be able to work on some of those OT and speech things while he's recovering as much as he will allow it. I am not going to overwork him or push him, but I'm trying to make sure we have everything lined up so that whatever he's able and willing to do, we're able to work on just to minimize regressions in those areas. Because like I said, the physical aspect of it, he's going to have a lot of gross motor regression. So anything I can do to minimize regression in other areas, I think it's just going to benefit the recovery process for Dakota, as well as just trying to keep him in some sort of routine so that once he goes back into a school setting or a therapy routine, he's not overwhelmed because that is also another fear that I have with all of the changes that are about to come roughly in October for Dakota. He has been home with me for a year and it's been solely me and him one-on-one working on things. And while I know he loves school, it is very scary and nerve-wracking for me to send him back to school. I think we are going to have a little bit of separation anxiety on both mine and his part. And I think just all of these changes, along with getting ready for surgery, is just taking a little bit more of a mental toll on me than what it previously would have. Because all of his surgeries in the past, we have always been in a routine. He was in daycare for every single one of them, or we were already at home. So there wasn't so many other factors going into play with doing a surgery in recovery. This is technically Dakota's first surgery he's having during a standard school year. He did have cochlear implant replacement surgery last year, but this is his first year back into school since 2019 due to COVID. So just trying to make sure everything is ready to go is a lot. So I guess mainly with this episode, I just want to share with you guys that it's okay to feel and have those emotions. And sometimes it is good to take time and talk about them. I will say for me personally, having this podcast and just expressing some of the things I'm going through has really helped me. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I hope that it has kind of shed a little light on the mental toll that preparing for surgery can take on someone, but I also hope that you, if you are a special needs parent or a parent who has a child going through surgery, that it is okay to feel all of those emotions and try to mentally prepare yourself for surgery. We all have our own ways of doing things and that's completely fine. So I hope that you've enjoyed this. Next episode I do want to share with you guys how we get ready for school some of the things that I like to do to help new staff or changing staff get familiar with Dakota prior to the first day of school and I'm hoping to release that next week and then there might be a pretty good break once surgery happens on the 16th so if you don't hear from me for a while that's probably why But I'm hoping, like I said, to get the school episode out next week. But we are pretty busy. So thank you guys for sticking with me and tuning in. And I really hope that you are enjoying this podcast as much as I love sharing with you all. Thank you all so much for the support. And I look forward to chatting with you next time on the Raising Dakota podcast.